Praise God. Let us go before the Lord in prayer all together in unity today. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunities and the fun that we have at, at, at FCA as, as we bring the word of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, uh, throughout throughout the entire region, throughout the entire country, throughout the world. We pray for our ministry partners in Canada. We pray for our ministry partners uh that are just out there right now uh, spreading the word. And we ask that you lift up our conversation today. We ask that you, that you help us to, to just further, further our experiences, further our, everything that we do, that we can bring, bring forth to you and, and give grace, grace and mercy in everything that we do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Mike. We're going to dig in here uh, as part of our talent advancement series here on, um, really a practical application of building our networks, right? So that's where, um, that's where we're going to focus our time this morning here as we get together. And so um, there's really three aspects in my mind uh, about networking that I think that it, when it doesn't happen by accident, it's about us being, the first one is intentional, the second is being organized, and the third is a multidimensional approach or a multifaceted approach to that. So when I say that, I suspect everybody would agree that having a platinum network, right, uh, is what we all desire to have. And that can be utilized really for so many parts of what we do in ministry here, whether it's um, donor development in ministry, board development ministry, volunteers, coaches, staff, right? There's so many aspects that we leverage and that we can leverage our network. So as that expands, as that becomes more powerful, so does our ability to reach people um, uh, with, with FCA's mission and vision. So at first, as I dig in on the first one, I said in, in being intentional or intentionality, you know, we've seen great benefit as we block time for our AMP, for work blocks. And I think that's not by accident. We're being intentional about guarding that time and spending that time together, and we've seen the results. Um, through that. So the question is, are we doing that around building our networks? Are we doing that around building our pipeline of candidates if we're talking about this in the context of, of hiring and sourcing? So um, I think that we ought to consider, number one, practical application, blocking time for networking, for sourcing. Um, and it could be, again, it could be board, donor, uh, staff. So as you as you engage with a potential, uh, as you engage with somebody in your network, or as you're broadening it, I think approaching them with, um, with a purpose makes sense. For example, uh, you approach somebody thinking they be a staff candidate, but I'd also urge you to be flexible because maybe they're not a staff candidate, but rather maybe they are called to the ministry. Maybe they're called specifically to, to, to FCA. <clears throat> they thought it was to be a staff, but as you engage with them, they realize, I don't think that's for me. Maybe they're a board member. Maybe God was drawing them close to the ministry to become a board member. So I'd ask you as you engage with somebody to engage purposefully, but also be flexible in that. Um, conversely, you may be talking with somebody about a potential board uh, position, getting excited about that you may both be when in fact they go, you actually have an opening in your area. Uh, you know, not only do they, they saw calling in a different way, they thought it was to get involved and support you in your ministry, but in fact, their calling really was to join the team as a staff member. So, so that's where I would say be, um, be purposeful but flexible in that one. 
we've talked about this before, and, uh, and Bob McLeod really, I think, put a, a fine point on this, and that is um, as we're seeking to reach people with the gospel through FCA, as we're looking for board members, staff, or, or otherwise, actually just, just broaden your network. Just think about who might be interested in hearing about FCA, right? So cast that net widely and allow that uh, conversation to go in whichever direction it may. But if you do go to somebody and say, hey, I'm looking to grow my board. Do you know anybody that would be a great board member? Um, you may want to ask that question, but I'd ask that in the last part of the conversation, not the first. I'd ask them, you know, who might be interested in hearing more about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and what I'm doing? And I think you'll get many more names, which again, you can then um, web out from there. Another part here that I found is, is listening and seeing how you can help somebody else as a part of this. Um, you guys may agree that I find it awkward when I have to reach out to somebody asking them for something when I haven't been in touch in a while. Um, and so it's not always about leveraging your network when you need something, but it's also about serving your network, right? And so as you engage with somebody, it may be without a purpose, and maybe that purpose, if there was one, is to see how to serve them. So there's a way that you can um, help them in a situation they're in. So as a part of that listening within those conversations. So again, I think you're being intentional about broadening your network. I think you're guarding time. I think you're engaging with people purposefully but flexibly, but also seeing how you might be able to serve them as a part of the process. Here's one where the second piece we talked about being organized. And I can't imagine that when you see this networking, that flywheel starts to spin. One becomes two, becomes four from there as people introduce you to more and more people. Um, let's, let's take staff sourcing for a moment. Um, much like we do maybe for donor ministry, I've seen we have examples of spreadsheets that we use. So I spoke with this person on this date. Now I need to reach out again in two weeks. You need to do the same thing or I encourage you to do the same thing around your networks as you're building it out. So if you are seeking uh, staff, um, the, the area rep for Manhattan, uh, so how do you go about finding that person? Well, it's leveraging your network. It's building that spreadsheet that says, I spoke with John Smith on this date. He turned me on to this person to talk with, but I also need to follow back up with John in two weeks because he said he's going to be prayerful about considering others that he could introduce to. And if you're not organized in that fashion, capturing critical information that you guys have spoken about um, and documenting your next step and having a way to go back in and find out when you need to follow up with them, we're going to miss tremendous opportunities, right, to continue to go deeper with some of those folks, but also uh, continue to broaden our network. And so there's a system that you can have in place there for follow-up. And uh, I mentioned that I see Dave Parks use something very successfully, and that's refer.com, which is keeping in touch with his network as a part of that. And this may be around following up on next steps or something, but maybe it's even broader than that. Maybe it's just keeping in touch regularly with your network um, around birthdays, anniversaries, uh, children's birthdays. Um, there's just a number of dates that may be important to somebody. Um, maybe you lost a family member on a date and you want to reach out to them, you know, a year from when that happened, for example. So I think there's different ways. I know there are different ways, but really it's about being organized. So I'd encourage you to use a system that works for you. There isn't necessarily one that I'll promote here, um, but I would su suggest that if you don't have one, you won't be as uh, effective as you look to broaden your network. The last piece here is being multidimensional. 
Um, this piece here, you know, I leverage quite a bit social media as we're doing searches, um, whether it's just trying to find people who are connected to people, um, but also taking the opportunity to, to promote uh, our, our opportunities that we have. Could be board, less likely, but could be staff positions for sure. So leveraging social media there, that's in there. So when I had the opportunity to meet with Dave Park's board before I went to his board meeting or this particular smaller committee that he has around talent and staff advancement, um, I clicked on LinkedIn and I went to connect with each one of them. So now I know as we do searches, as we look to connect with people in and around upstate New York, we have a broader set of folks that we can connect with, uh, LinkedIn being a primary source there. The other thing is posting regularly. And I see a bunch of you guys do this already, but being relevant to those that are out there that are following you, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn from a more professional side, and even tweeting, but making sure you're posting regularly and relevant content, right? We don't want fatigue. We don't want to overpost or overengage with folks, but I think posting, uh, depending upon the platform, but depending upon your, um, your goal, that you would do that on a, um, on a regular basis. And you want to figure out a way to maximize your engagement. I think we were challenged some time in the recent uh, last week or so that our updates, um, maybe our ministry updates are less about text and words and fingers to the keyboard, and maybe more about video engagement and allowing folks to see us and hear from us directly. And maybe it's around a staff opportunity where you say, hey, you know, you want to put out there a quick video of yourself saying, we're hiring. Again, we'll take our Manhattan area route. Um, we're hiring area representatives um, in and around New York City, specifically around Manhattan, if you know anybody. People can see you, right, and the passion behind that, and the, you know, can be descriptive about what that position is uh, through video. So an example of what you can do there. Ministry update emails, we talked about maybe leveraging um, video as a part of that, being consistent, uh, making them interesting or engaging. And then um, I like constant contact because you can see who's opening these things, who's clicking on links. And if you put a link to your video, you can, you can figure out pretty quickly who's actually taking a look at the videos that are putting out there. So we've got, we talked about social media, we talked about updating folks via ministry updates, um, video conferencing. Here we are on Zoom right now, uh, the opportunity to connect with folks. So I would encourage you guys to, to do that. You can reach more people more quickly uh, through video conference, which is, I think, far better than a phone call, far better than an email, um, but not as good as a last speech, which is really in-person, um, breaking bread, having a coffee. So there are opportunities to do that. So all the rest of what we talked about isn't a substitute for um, what I would say the best uh, method of, of engaging with somebody, and that is in-person. So who is it, as we wrap up here, um, who is it that we want to be in touch with? And I think about the email that I've been using, um, whether it's through LinkedIn in mail or I send out to email, but I talk about our hires in particular for director level roles, uh, multi area and also um, state director roles that I keep urging people, they may come not from ministry, although they could, but they could come from the professional ranks, business world, could be uh, sales, for example, we put out there. And as somebody who came from that background, I think it certainly is possible. Uh, and there's others even on this call that have come from that. However, I think we're missing an opportunity to engage coaches. 
I think we're missing an opportunity to leverage our coaches' networks as we consider more staff. And so, you know, we can chat more about this here, but for me, I can tell you, I have not really considered intentionally networking with coaches as we have staff opportunities. I've really spent more time with those that are in leadership positions um, otherwise. And man, I can't imagine who might be a better leader and therefore a better fit than those coaches that we have around our network. So I'll leave you guys with, um, with making sure that we are engaging with coaches. And if I might, uh, I'll, I'll go on record here and ask for accountability that as I continue searches for our key roles, uh, that I wanna put coaches front and center as a part of that and really see how God uses that shift in focus and strategy as we continue to build out our networks.